I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Poor philosophical Liverpool fan ready to move forward. Poor normal Liverpool fans. Poor normal Liverpool fans. I wonder if we've got any, like, professional slugs in the wild, as in, like, professional footballers who listen to the pod. Newcastle United. Champions League winners. Could they? Newcastle United winning the Champions League or Tottenham winning the league. Which one is more likely? (laughs) 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 What is he doing? Jim, can I ask you a question, please? Of course you can. You know, it's not more of a question. It's actually, it's, I, do you feel sorry for the Liverpool fans who don't want a replay? Do you feel sorry for those guys? Because <laughs> they're just getting caught up in all this mentalness. These are just normal Liverpool fans going about their day, understand it was a difficult decision. It was one that was, you know, went against them and it was frustrating. I was frustrated for Liverpool fans. Yeah, I, yeah. I was. But, but... But there are some going, can you guys just shush a little bit? Like when Klopp came out and went, you know, when he went, oh, well, I think this should be replayed. This is unprecedented. They went, oh, it's <laughs> carrying on. Oh, yeah. We thought it was over, but it's carrying on. It's the Mourinho meme. It's that, it's that, it's that one. Yeah. It's that... Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah, man. I think, do you think they were like, poor, yeah, poor, poor philosophical Liverpool fan ready to move forward. Poor. poor. <laughs> Poor normal Liverpool fans. Poor normal Liverpool fans. This is what I... I they, because... Do you know, I feel for them, Jim. I feel for them. <laughs> so what they, they've got to... They've, they've been... Look, they've been furious. Understandably furious. Saturday, furious. Sunday, furious. There's an apology, but an apology is yeah. not good enough. The club come out with a Get statement it. saying, we're going to have to look at all different avenues. All different avenues. Seems a bit heavy, but all right. Well, I understand you've got, it feels like you've got to escalate it somewhat. I don't you know, but I guess, and, and, and I'm upset because we don't, we want to be an unbeaten side like Tottenham, like Arsenal. But it's Tuesday now and I've had to just listen to Jim do a video on it. I don't think he'd ever do a video on it, Jim, but it's got to that point and everyone, something needs to change, says Stephen Warnock. As Sue Smith's chimed in. You know, everyone's getting stuck in. Dermot Gallagher's he, even he's chiming in. He said, "Enough, we've got to, we've got to change something." Everyone's agreed with it. Yeah. It was, but it, but it was clearly a mistake. 
Tuesday afternoon or maybe it might even Wednesday morning, the audio comes out. Oh, my God, the audio. Because they've been screaming for the audio. Need, Jamie Carragher said we needed the audio. We've heard the audio. Right, it was a shit show, but it was clearly human error, panic, and yeah. something to clearly learn from. But you know what? It's Wednesday afternoon and we've got a big game tomorrow. and We need to start moving forward. And it's been a difficult week, but let's get into that next game with a, a focused mindset, positive about the future. And, and in that mindset, let's listen to Jurgen Klopp, who at the start of all of this was very, very mature and reasoned with an understanding that it's not about uh, one angry Liverpool manager. It's about everyone as a collective understanding that this isn't working right now and we need to try and find steps to solve it. So I'm going to click on this video about his press conference. <laughs> and then he says what? I think... Replay well, it. Just, replay it. <laughs> we, need a, we need a replay. And, and people are getting bored. Like People in the chat are saying it's boring. It is boring. We're bored. We're all bored. I was bored... In, I was bored of talking about this in the analysis of the game. I was sitting there going, hang on a minute, Spurs are unbeaten, second league, and all we can do is talk about Liverpool. And this whole week has been dominated by the, the ego of, of, of a section of Liverpool fans who are demanding that the rules and the way we do football is changed because this happened to them. That's my issue. That's why we're still talking about it. And just to go back to what you just said, Jim, about... Um, about uh, the people getting involved, they're looking, ah, oh, this is a big story. Well, I am a pundit. <laughs> Big in, in somehow. What that is say? literally what well, that is literally replay. what I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the uh, the patrons are popping off in the chat right now. Um, Ollie Sage, who, if you do want to become a patron and see us essentially bully Ollie on a weekly basis in the mailbag because he's in love, then you can do so for less love than it. a London pint. Links in the description. Come and join the over five hundred. Nosh monsters out there. I actually, I was, I was at Fleet Services last week. Oh yeah. Do you feel on it? I don't know if you've been to Fleet Services since the joke, but it is. I'm, um, I'm there pretty much. I left three times a week, a month. All oh, right. Yeah, I do feel on edge. <laughs> I'll be honest. I yeah, do because feel like on edge. The, the joke about us all meeting up for a nosh at Fleet Services <laughs> is sort of long-standing, and and being at Fleet Services and then getting caught by a slug is like, well. Is this a joke? Are yeah. we going to, you know, are we full of shit or are we going to go through with this? The wife and kids are in the car. I think the wife so, and yeah. kids are in the car. Yeah. And I, and, and I literally just ran in because I was sort of having a sort of panic thoughts of needing a wee. So we went, oh, look, this fleet service is going to pop in. So I can't wait for it. I can't do another 15 minutes. I don't know how long it's going to take for you to orgasm. So I can't, I can't do that. But yeah. yeah, I bet there are some people within our community who are thinking, this lot are um, bottle jobs. <laughs> They're not going to do it, are they? Yeah, They're not going to do it. This has gone on for nearly a year now. I don't think this is going to happen. <laughs> Amazing stuff. But yeah, the, uh, the oh, I don't know what world I'm living in because the replay thing comes out, which I'm just like, what? What? You knew, yeah, I, I was knew like, Jürgen, no. Jürgen, no. As Paul Machen yeah. would say, Jürgen, no. Don't like, don't do that. You you were on, you had the moral high ground of being the guy in the eye of the storm. He was calm and understanding. And then you say that, but then I'm living in a world where yeah, Mark Goldbridge is defending him. <laughs> with, with whom, and he makes quite an interesting nuanced point. Where I, my point, my, my, I've listened to, I listen, I often, when I'm, I don't know why I end up, end up sort of having talks put on at the time that Mark Goldbridge does his show. 
Right. And he's been banging the VAR drum like incessantly. Every time there's a poor decision, he's like, get rid of it, get rid of it. Right. And this sort of plays into his narrative. So I imagine that's why he's doing it. Also, he's got a job as as Mark Goldbridge to curry favour sometimes to 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 buffer some of the the um the abuse that you might get from a certain fan base, and I respect it. And it's the, it is the game if that oh, right. is true. And that, if oh, it isn't true, that's why. Yeah, well, I, I think, think he does degree. generally believe it, but I get what you're saying. It's yeah, a yeah. great way yeah. to to uh, curry favour. Oh, yeah, hang on, is that Samism? Is it curry favour or is it carry favour? I think it's curry favour, isn't it? I'd like to, yeah. We're learning a lot. I mean, Can we get a judgment on that one, please? Curry favour. You're thinking curry flavour, aren't you? No, curry. It, it is curry favour. Curry? To attempt to gain benefit and integrate oneself by a fi- S- uh, officious courtesy or flattery. Curry favour, yeah. So what the word curry, um, C-U-R-R-Y? I've literally... Uh, yeah, I've literally, and it's not flavour, it's favour. And I, I've literally just read it from the Oxford Dictionary. So we don't need to debate this. No, no, I'm not saying it. I've just never heard the word. <laughs> can I, is there another sentence where I can use the word curry, but it not be curry? I'd like to eat a curry. No, 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 but that curry's is curry there, isn't it? Um, do you know no, I, mean? I don't think so. I think it's a specific phrase. Right. That's sad, isn't it? That's a sad existence for the word curry in, in that iteration that it only lives within that one sentence. That's a bit. Right. Here's a bit. What right, is a word where it's from? that is? Where what's it a word from? though? Yeah, in a second. What's a word that is only used in one sentence, like curry favor? Okay, the expression curry favor derives from the currying, that is, curry combing, not cooking, of a mythical French horse called Favel. That's where it from. Curry favor. That's that, that's the etymology. I think you're trying to Eustace bells me. I'm literally, I'm literally reading it off a website. Mm. You think I'd have made all that up? That would have been so <laughs> random. Curry combing a French horse called would, Fable would have been impressive. The um, Jot, uh, you know, so a lot of people, so with the replay thing, because I know I get the VAR things boring, but the replay thing is interesting in the sense of mm. like if you really want to go down that road, like and and how like if you want to pull at that string, is that right? Thread. God, I'm at it now. Yeah, yeah. You want to pull out that thread? It's just an utter mess, isn't it? It's an utter of mess. It is. Of course, it is. It's. It's. Look, you can change the rules to avoid certain circumstances happening in the future, as has done many, many times. The rules of football and the way VAR interpret interpret the rules and react to them has changed constantly since it's been been brought in. This is like just the Champions League final, where- right? Yeah, Champions League final. Uh, the way handballs are, are looked at, the way way offsides are looked at. It all changes every season, but it all comes down to one single thing, and that is to rely on the opinion of a, a human being and hope that he gets it correct. VAR, as 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 Post- um, Cogley said, VAR has put people in a situation where they're thinking, "Well, VAR should eradicate all error," which isn't the truth, and that's the biggest issue here. Because yeah. people look at VAR and go, "How can you keep getting this wrong?" The, the problem with this instance is they got it so badly wrong. Yeah, it, almost- it was a new level of wrong. It, right. it was so wrong, but it is almost like when you listen to the audio, it's fucking hilarious because they were like, "No, hang on, what? What? <laughs> All this massive scramble." Do you know and that- the game had kicked off, but you know what? Just quickly, the reason why the game had kicked off so they couldn't bring it back, right? Was that that was part of the reason, wasn't it? That it was the next phase of play. It felt like it was. I think. I think you four years to- ago they would have brought it back. You have to. So understand- things have changed. Things do change. I think there should have been a more look. There should have been more bravery, more leadership in the moment. Yeah. 
Um, I think what is important with the audio is that, you know, this idea of any kind of conspiracy or anything like that, it washes away that because I think you hear the panic yeah. and you, and, and it, it does, uh, unless they, you know, unless they've got actors in to get the audio like exactly the same, which is just like, obviously not going to happen. Like, I'm, I'm sure that's been said. Yeah. I'm sure that has been said, but I think that is an important thing when certain people are thinking about <sighs> agendas and all that kind of nonsense so so i thought it was a good idea to put out the audio understanding that you're going to get more abuse but it clearly is about incompetence more than anything else but yeah, yeah you have to kind of it's we were so close weren't we we were so close <laughs> to getting away from it thing is though i guess this is the thing with all of these things because we talk about a lot of this stuff all the time about making a change to things and things needing to change and you do i thought what goldbridge said was was a good point in the sense that you kind of have to use the fire of the moment to try and create action in that moment because if you don't it just the next story rocks up right yeah, but the, my issue with that is what is the action? For Liverpool fans, their only desire really is to get this game replayed because otherwise it's just a wrong decision. The action is what? To get better referees? It's just a nebulous statement. What, to get rid of VAR? Never going to happen. So what is the action? What okay. are they actually physically calling for? Yes. Yeah. I, well, that's, I think that's my point with it is that in terms of looking to just continue to escalate this and make this as big a thing as possible so that even if what doesn't happen and Klopp says himself, this obviously probably won't happen, that would be unprecedented, blah, blah, blah. But by, by even sort of suggesting that, you are really kind of putting as much pressure on for as long as possible that like, it's a bit like um, like Trump, right? There, there was this sort of theory that he sort of, because he said such utter nonsense and rubbish, <clears throat> and dramatic stuff all the time that he was so far along this way. He was so extreme that when he did, when he literally just behaved himself on a, on a um, presidential visit, people will go, look how presidential he's being. Mm. So with this, that in mind and all uh, any negotiation in mind, right, you go too far and then you kind of meet in the middle and then that, that is some form of change. So if that is kind of what he's doing, I get it, and if that is a means to an end, then fair enough. But as a, as okay. an actual idea of a replay occurring, it's it's nonsense. And actually, probably what's a more um, what's a smarter thing to do? Just just pop into my head, and maybe it could be, it'll get picked apart. Is maybe should Klopp be kind of pushing for a sportsmanship element here, where when Liverpool play Tottenham next? At the start of that game, they get given a goal. Yeah. Fuck off, Jim. Bielsa did it. Of course not. Bielsa did it. I could not give a shit what Bielsa did. He's mental. Wow, he's no, he's Pochettino's mentor, so you should respect him. Yeah, look what happened to Pod Well, I won't respect him because he's gone and joined Chelsea like the turncoat that he is. Mm. Yeah, that shows me the minerals of the man. Um do do, do tell me this then. It's Jim. only fair How though, isn't it? You current- should give him a goal back. It's only fair. Come on. Give him a go. Uh, Give him a go. I would be absolutely disgusted uh, of Tottenham Hotspur if they did that. What if Ange said, look, mate, you want to be fair with all this stuff, right? So, you know, I don't want to be, oh, God, I've lost my accent. I think fair dues, eh? 
and he goes, look. If he said it, then fine. Whatever he says is fine. Yeah. But my initial opinion is this is pathetic. Um, (laughs) Can I ask you, Jim, just to go back to the, the issue of referees, is that they want all this commotion. What do you think this does? Do you think this improves the environment for referees to make the correct decision? Or does it increase the likelihood that they're going to make more um, poor decisions? Because what I heard from that recording is panicked, panicked people, panicked uh, lines, yeah, referees yeah, yeah. And, and officials yeah. after it. So going into the games at the weekend, are these referees going to relax and confident in their ability? Or are they going in thinking, if I do the wrong thing here, I'm going to create a week's worth of news. Mm. So if, is that good for our referees to be loaded with all this shit that's been happening this week when they're going into referee games because of one incident incident that happened between three or four people that are supposed to do a better job. Now, every referee's going in there going, fuck, I better not fuck up here. Not fuck, I need to make sure this game is fair and proper. Is shit, I don't want Jürgen Klopp talking about me next week. What really needs to happen, he needs a, a, a semblance of professionalism. He needs to be quiet and he needs to coach his team. That's all that Klopp needs to do. He does not need to get involved in this. If, if fans want to... Um, if fans want to sort of bleat on, a, on on Twitter, that's what Twitter's for, social media, discourse, mayhem, cesspit of what it is, right? You can go, go on there and, and be a fan and do that. As a, as, a, as a manager of a football club, it's not his job, and, and nor is he ameliorating the situation, to, ha- to go on there and say something as significant and stupid as we should replay the game. It does not help or move the, uh, the, the position forward at all. I mean, I agree. I'll be honest. I think it's... Um... After was such a, a was good a... take, it's such a bad take. And I'm, gu- I'm sort of, I'm like, that's a sh- why have you done that? Yeah, you know, wasted it, because the mask, the mask was up and then it slipped. That's what happened. He, he, he paid this sort of stoical position. Oh, I'm going to be, you know, I, I, you know, it's just happened, and people, I think people are expecting him to, to explode. <laughs> we all were. We all couldn't wait for it. And then, and then a couple of days passed. And he just could not not say something because that's who Jurgen Klopp is. A um, couple of great comments here. Uh, Stoker says, um, "Should um, Catherine should Villa do that for Sheffield United? Should they give them give them a goal start? Yeah, should they? <laughs> yeah. See, I think that again, these are these are the threads that it's dangerous to pull at because you kind of end up going, what, where does it end I want, and all that stuff. Well, then, I want the Champions League final replayed for sure. Yeah. Do you know I sort of put Paul's tweet and I went, I don't, I, I don't know what you're trying to do here. But I'm staying out of it. He went, he went. Okay, if you want to replay it, um." who do you think wins the game if we play it again? Because he's suggesting that if you play the game again, the same players have to play in the game. So, Jordan, do you pop over just for a second and we just win the Champions League again? Let's say, that well, Jan, Jan Vertonghen win. I'll, I'll, Jan Vertonghen said, I'll play. Did he? <laughs> I'll play. He came out on Twitter. Do you yeah. see Alderweireld um, missed, a, uh, missed yeah, the last minute penalty this week? Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. So, uh, thanks, so, thanks for letting me know that, Jim. Well, no, because you know he scored that screamer to win the league for... I want to say Royal yeah. Antwerp. Was it Antwerp? What? I can't remember who it was. Anderlecht? I don't know. Anyway, they, he then he's now on penalties for some reason in the Champions League and it was to, to get an equaliser and he missed it. Tom Jordan, brilliant comment as well. Jürgen, Jürgen, there's too many games. Klopp wants a replay. Lost. <laughs> <laughs> so can I just, before you go on to Alderweireld, right? Can, I just want to pick something up on Oli said. He's, we lost the final 2-0. We did lose the final 2-0, right? We, we lost the final 2-0 to a penalty that was unfair, which the rules changed, right? Because of this penalty. And not one Spurs fan ever even even entered their head that the game should be replayed. That's how ridiculous it is. Um, yeah. So, look, it's... 
it's hopefully this is the end of it and we can just crack on. Poor take. The, it's the, a poor the... take. It's such a poor take. I can't go find a way around it. And I think that's it. Like, I feel for Ollie. I feel for, I feel for the Liverpool fans are like, look, I want to, you want to defend your club, right? You, of course you do. And you want to find angles to do it. Yeah, and like, yeah. and people went, people went after me this week. Cause I, I felt like that, that final sentence in that statement, it felt a little bit entitled because they were basically going, we're going to escalate this. Also, you know, it's almost threatening, right? And that's yeah, just my like, whoa, whoa, just, gonna, what are you gonna do? And people got angry about that, and I, and, I, and I was like, okay, I can probably see the angle of why he could do this, but the re- this this take is too far that I don't think any bit, Liverpool fan that I can respect can be can be there, behind. There was, in, I can't, I, I won't, no, and I can't find it right now. But there was a there was a headline on Football Three Six Five, which is really good still. And is it, is it? it was along the lines of the. It is good. Yeah, I like. I like yeah, the. I like, I like the it, journalism on it. Uh, it. It was along these lines. I'm paraphrasing. Is that the the football world is with you, Liverpool, but our patience will only go so far. <laughs> our, our, our understanding will only go far. So far, yeah. and, you, and you, you're taking too much. You're taking. You're taking the cake and the sandwich. I don't know if that's a. I feel like I made that <laughs> up, but yeah, you can have yeah. a cake or a sandwich, not both. You yeah, want both. It's not even a sandwich. You just created your own phrase. Well done. The uh, yeah, that's it. Well, that was it. And that was that was exactly my point. I was like, oh, come on, you've got us with you. We're with you. We're all with you. We yeah, get it was you. wrong. Let's work. Let's, let's, let's make together. VAR better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's make VAR great again. Well, this is impossible. But yeah. Anyway, uh, what else can we talk about? A Newcastle. Well, that wasn't bad. Because oh. yeah, I, I was like, I saw Goldbridge backing up Liverpool, and I was like, what world are we living in? And then the Newcastle game. Last night, it was insane. As, as in the t- like, if you think right, if you're a Newcastle fan, and you go, I can't believe we're in the Champions League, okay. and I said to you, you're going to play PSG in the group stage. How would you like it to go? <laughs> you would yeah. go, you go, yeah, <laughs> Josh, <take> would, <laughs> yeah. Would you take four one? Yeah, I'll take four one. Right? Yeah. Who yeah, would you like to score? Who could you like to score the goals? Almiron, Dan yeah. Byrne, well, Sean Longstaff, and Fabian Shah with a 25-year-old screamer after attacking the defender. I can't remember who it was. He was probably a world-class player. Winning the ball, popping it off, and then curling in the top right corner past Donnarumma. What is going on? Can I... Uh, look, this is... I need to... I think... I, I'm, my, my stay... My... My position isn't of one that needs to, or anyone is expecting an apology. Or, and if I did offer an apology, Steve, from me, who gives a shit? But I did say on Talksport that I'm not having Newcastle just because they got a draw at AC Milan and they, uh, what was it? They they beat Man United. No, they were eight 0 against Sunderland. And then Sheffield United. Man United. Yeah. So, uh, Sheffield United, yeah. So I basically basically had it so that they weren't that I didn't think much of them and then and the results flattered what they are. Right. But regardless of the stage and, and the situation that PSG are in, and they're not great this season. I think they're like fifth in Liga and something. But okay. I, I think so. I don't, I don't think they're doing but that. Yeah, well. yeah, I have heard I yeah, I've heard they have been stinking the place out a little bit. But it doesn't matter. This is a Champions League final, uh, Champions League uh, group stages. They You're playing at home. Thing. Yeah, this is a big stage for, uh, for for Newcastle, and they absolutely pumped them. And and that type of result doesn't come from a team 
that isn't well drilled, organized and, and, and pulling in the same direction with a really, really good, if not somewhat great manager in Eddie Howe. He's, what a great manager he's proving to be because everyone like, raised their eyebrows to a certain degree that say, all right, Eddie Howe's only going to be there for six months, maybe a year. This season, it will go badly. And it started really badly uh, because they had a series of tough, tough results, didn't they? And then, tough games, yeah. And then, and they continue to have tough results and, have st- and suddenly uh, tough, tough fi- fixtures and, and, and suddenly started to turn it around. So hats off to Eddie Howe. Hats off to what Newcastle have done thus far. And let's hope it doesn't continue. <laughs> Super. The, uh, do you know what? I'd love to know the truth from Eddie Howe. And like, not like, oh, I've been able to get half an hour with Eddie Howe. Like, to the side. Can I speak to you for a minute? And you've got to tell me that, Eddie, come on, level with me. The, you know, the Murphys, the, uh, do you know what? I, I, I honestly, Sean Longstaff was brilliant last night. Lascelles was brilliant last night, yeah. but I think, you know, there's a reason why Lascelles doesn't start for Newcastle these days, right? Fabian Shah has obviously upped his level. Joe Linton is a different player as illustrated fantastically in a video on my channel, uh, which is still available to watch. Um, but all these players he's been able to bring through, I would love to know in terms of the change of a squad and how you look to rise, but to sort of retain the effort and like tenacity of a, a group. Like if he's got the foresight to go, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? No, you're not selling Jacob Murphy. He's staying here. Almiron, he's only, yeah, I know he's only scored a one goal in 700 games. He's sticking around. And for him to like, how much was it like, are we actually, well, with FFP, there was only so many changes we could make. And so we still had to get, have these guys involved. Because to, to be able to see past the names, because you could just so easily bomb them out. And so many managers would bomb those players out. But for them to be not just like important, but like, oh, sorry, not yeah. just squad players, but starting and beating PSG. I, I'm always intrigued to go, what's, what's the truth here? Like, well, was that always I, part of a master plan from Eddie Howe? Or has he stumbled across that sort of Fergie style of needing eight great players and a couple of other guys who are just going to work their socks off more so? Because that's something often you can't see, but you can you can kind of feel. Um, or is the Premier League far better than... Are we are we at that tipping point where the Premier League is better than these other leagues? But it can't be that because Arsenal just lost to Lons, who's supposedly better than Newcastle, and uh, Man United. Well, less said about them, the better. I don't know what the truth is. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about them. Happy to talk about them. Um, so I would say, Jim, that Eddie Howe's in a position where it's he hasn't, despite the money that Newcastle have got, hasn't and has yet been able to attract some of these star players that, that were existed in that PSG side last night. If you look at them, like you, vast majority of them getting that Newcastle side. I don't yeah. know. The only one, and this will sound mental. The only one, oh, there's a couple that may not, I, I think only Trippier gets in ahead of Hakimi. And, and that would, people would go, Oh no, uh, Hakimi's amazing. Uh, right. They will. Different, say huh? that. They're different. Trippier, right? So what? Who gives a shit? They're both right backs, right? right this yeah. is if Eddie Howe had to pick one, he would choose Trippier. But there are other elements like Mbappe, maybe, and Ramos up top that maybe you know <laughs> Newcastle might look at and go, yeah, I reckon they could get in our side. Yeah. Um, the, the point I'm making here is that people like Ramsey and Longstaff and 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 Dummett and and even Dan Burner they bought in. 
These are players that understand what's being asked of them. Nothing else has to be said. This is what we're doing. Are you buying into my ideas and what I'm asking of you? And if the answer is yes, then they will play because the, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. And in this instance, Eddie Howe has the players, the sum of these, has the parts in order to, 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 to generate and create something that makes Newcastle work. Yeah. <laughs> makes right. Newcastle work. And, uh, and, and the thing is, is last night, you, regardless of the individual quality of the player, Newcastle as a whole was so much better than PSG. And that's because of people like Ramsey, Longstaff, Dan Mur- Burn. Murphy, you mean, when you say Ramsey. I'm thinking of um, the Aston Villa yeah. bloke who I'm yeah, absolutely in love with. Yeah, I want to buy him. How can we buy him? How can Spurs buy him? I think he's out he's, of our that's a great shout. City. Do they need him? No. Uh, I mean, it'd be a great shout for Man City actually as well. He'd be a great shout for you. That's such a great shout. You never I love him. him. You never get him. I love him. How would you get him? How would you get him from Villa? When's his contract? He's got, he's got his ages in contract. Catherine, how, give us, give, fucking give us Ramsey. Yeah, give me Ramsey, please. Yeah. Um, can we get, play a quick game of, uh, and this I guess could be a new bit, uh, of could they? Because there are several could they moments or options out here. Because I've just seen the chat popping off, and they're going Newcastle United Champions League winners. Could they? I mean, they can't. No, 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 no. Not even. No, it's not even. Could they? It's about as could nah. they as. No, I mean, no. Firm, no. I mean... Absolute, no. Oh, well, they've, I'm just, they've just things... been PSG four one, could they? And a tough draw out out in AC Milan like, against AC Milan, no man. Yeah, in the group of death. I, they could, always... uh, do you know, I think. Okay, here's a question: Newcastle United winning the Champions League or Tottenham winning the league? Which one is more likely? I know what my answer is, and it's not Tottenham. I, no, but but Man City also exists in the Champions League. Yeah, over two legs, a Man City, a Newcastle beating but, Man City over two legs. But Man, yeah, but Man City can be can be out like that by someone else. Newcastle United have a far better chance of winning the Champions League than Tottenham have of winning the Premier League. Fact. That's a fact. I I think they're probably quite sit close. I don't it's think not, it's, it's, not a, close. I, it's not close. You're what, 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 you're what running we, out of time, are you? Could yeah. The, the sort of that's why I'm see what I'm trying to do here. Gently trying to move on the could they, because no, because could they's are times running out until isn't it? it's not times We're... running out on the old top. How can it be? Because sorry, hang on. What what? <laughs> How can it be running out for unbeaten? Only Arsenal Spurs are unbeaten with five wins and two. Oh, Two draws. That's a good point. I didn't right, see that. Say it when we're fourth and we have no chance. But at the moment, you can't take, you can't say could we, you can't say could away from us yet. No, yeah, that's out of order. No, all right, all right, yeah, fair enough. Like wait a month when it is out of order. When it is out of reach. A quick question. So, question for the chat. Quick poll for the chat. Newcastle to win the Champions League or Tottenham to win the league? Which one is more likely? Maybe because yeah, no, the, re- the, the Tottenham one is a better could they? Because. <laughs> Because it's it's well, look, even look, further afield, le- isn't it? What what I would I would say to support that is that you've seen teams of lesser ability get like Tottenham did in like got got to the Champions League final, like by Levis Kirsten did, if I remember rightly. Mo- Monaco went really deep, although that is a great Monaco side. It, there, there is there, Newcastle have a good opportunity to go deep. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. 
Uh, Thomas but, Martin says... Um, Tottenham... They always got beat by good teams earlier on in the season. So like beat, lost three in a row. So that also counts. Right. Thomas Martin says Tottenham Invincibles. Could they? <laughs> I mean, they are unbeaten. Good. And mate, oh my God. Is that something that you probably not even ever thought of? That if you... <laughs> If you were went unvin- invincible with less draws and more points than Arsenal, and didn't win, and didn't win the league, <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be the most Spursy thing in the history of, of our football club. I, that could easily I, happen. Then you walk away. I think that's enough. I think you walk yeah. away. You get a different yeah. job. You never speak of football again. Like there was, um, I can't remember the name, and hopefully there, uh, there's probably not any Americans uh, in the uh, live chat right now. But if if you are and you do know who I'm talking about, there was a there was a guy. And it's an amazing um, thirty for thirty ESPN documentary, and it was about. I'm going to butcher this. I know I am, but I think it was like it might have been the Chicago. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Cubs or something. Some team that had like been cursed for years and never gone to the World Series, right? Steve Bartman or something his name was. What was it? Steve Bartman. There's an amazing story about Steve Bartman who would go to the games all the time. And anyway, Steve Bartman was just a fan in the crowd and the Cubs, let's call it the Cubs, the Cubs were winning and it looked like they were going to get there. Um, But they'd sort of failed time and time again. And they were like eight runs ahead, something like that. I'm killing this story, right? But then the ball went looked like it was about to go out or it could be a home run and or it just needed to be caught by someone and basically this Steve Bartman guy stuck his hand out and got in the way of it and everything absolutely crumbled before their eyes and he yeah. after that literally just disappeared off like everyone wanted to talk to him everyone wanted to interview him but he just disappeared off the face of the earth that's you <laughs> if you go invincible and don't yeah, win I- the league <laughs> I'd run in front of a Navico lorry. Right. Specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be crazy. Okay, another could they. Chelsea. Could they get relegated? Obviously not. No. They spent a billion quid, but, but uh, could they? Imagine if they did. No. Well... I mean, it'd be incredible. They've won, they've won a couple of games, and they? they're all they, sorted now. Yeah, well, exactly. You would have thought so, right? But they've had a couple of injuries from those games. Beat, they were able to beat, uh, who was it, Fulham at the week. But, and maybe I'm just trying to make, get something going here. But I know maybe we've gone through this already. But their fixtures, honk. Honk. Um, Burnley next up. Then they've got Chelsea, Brentford, West London. Well, Middlesex slash West London Derby. Then they've got Tottenham, then Man City, then Newcastle, then Brighton, then Man United. So by the 6th of December, and I spoke about this on the Ripple Effect this week, there's two managers there in Eric Ten Hag and Pochettino who could be fighting for their lives. Man United, could they go down? Could they? Is it all a fallacy, all these players that are coming in to solve it all? Because they just got done by Galatasaray, didn't they? Shame. I mean, I'd rather... Yeah, I mean, the Chelsea one, I feel like... I mean, I couldn't give a shit. I'm so indifferent to Chelsea. It's in, it's kind of an interesting dynamic and, and, and the way they've built their squad. I get it. It's interesting. Lots of players, experts, manager and all that sort of stuff. But Chelsea have not, are not worthy of conversation, really, on, really? on any legitimate sense. They're a mid-table club. Sure. And, and, until, and until they're anything other than a the mid-table club, we've got to give them as much attention as we give Nottingham Forest or Fulham. 
I think. Um, Manchester United is interesting because it feels like they're imploding as opposed to just just settling. Also a mid-table now, club, just to be clear. Yeah, but it's more fun because they're properly imploding at the moment. So right. if you look at... Did you watch the Galatasaray game? I watched about 60 minutes and then um, went to get to the penultimate episode of Traders, where Paul, mysterious Paul, who was out of the edit, got um, culled. And normally, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, the last podcast, where I spoke about Paul. Poor Paul is in the uh, Australian version of Traitors and uh, somehow has been completely edited out. <laughs> and I, I've got some answers on it. And actually, someone who made the board game is going to send me the Traitors board game, which I'm really excited about. But uh, normally... Um, sorry, go on. But I'm, you're probably one of only four people that are watching the Australian trade Traitors. At the it's moment. on BBC and it's really good, guys. It's a great format. You know, I love a format. <laughs> and if you trust my formats, my taste on formats, then you'll go and check it out. But the fact that he's just edited out of the whole thing is absolutely amazing. And even to the point where normally when people get murdered, he got murdered not literally, right? When they get murdered, um, they, there'll be like a even like a little sign-off in the car as they leave the hotel that they've been involved with going, oh, I think they murdered me because blah, blah, blah. Paul got nothing. <laughs> he got nothing. Re- Paul probably has, has come out that he's like a nonce or something and so they couldn't cancel the programme they couldn't show him at all. That's probably what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, I, he's, I mean, he looked a little bit. Nah, leave it, leave it. Can I just go back to Manchester United for a sec? Sorry. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> um, so I watched the entirety of that game. What a game of football it was, by the way. Galatasaray is so much fun to watch. And obviously there's the incredible story of uh, Zaha coming back. Yeah, so yeah. He's basically he's bummed Moise's daughter. He's been bombed out <laughs> the football club. <laughs> And now he's back with a vengeance to score, to score, to score against his old club. <laughs> and they, don't you think they made a mistake by not persevering <laughs> with him just because of that? I do. Um, do you think that's, was it that specific? It was, that, it was like, David Moore, uh, he was like, I hear you've been with my daughter. <laughs> he's a, it's purely vaginal, right? Purely vaginal. And Wilfred Zard's going, sorry, man. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> But nah, a bumder. <laughs> he said, no, you can't do that. Purely vaginal. Yeah. <laughs> a bumder, man. I'm sorry, yeah? <laughs> well, you're out. <laughs> I yeah, can't have you here as a Man United player. Should... <laughs> wow. That's very good. I think um, I think they should have risen above it, yeah. What, what, people, what goes on in the bedroom should stay in the bedroom. Yeah, well, yeah. Unless there's any sort of, you know, Unless there's anything else untoward that goes on, then maybe it shouldn't. Anyway, we're in dodgy ground here. Sure. Um, can I just say though that um, it was it was a great the football yeah. does serve up these beautiful poetic stories sometimes, and yeah. and for Zaha to go to Galatasaray, Turkey no less, and play in the Champions League, like move countries to a, a much lesser lesser league in order to 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 realise his dream of playing in the Champions League, and in the group stages they're drawn against his ex club, and for him to go to that club who there certainly is going you know up against them as favorites to score was fucking wonderful but just you know it was, all i would say is that manchester united are not in trouble because and again another apology i might need to make is hoyland is is the real deal he's you were very told. fucking good you were told. i was told and i and i appreciate it and i was oh, wrong and i'm incorrect we, uh, we actually um, we, we called zaha as well in the ripple effect really buzzing about this 
really buzzing about Zaga. It just, do you know what? And this is a new bit, right? And I think this could have huge legs, right? Because someone tweeted me something and I thought, and they just wrote football, innit? And I was like, that's great. And I don't know if yeah. I've said that before. I don't know why he said it to me, but I thought that's great. And there are certain football. things that you just know are going to happen. It's football, innit? And yeah. P- the PSG game, I did, I felt quite, calmly confident that Newcastle would win that. It's football, isn't it? There are, yeah, I know what you're saying. You just kind of have a feeling you're going into it. Like I, I had the same thing with Spurs in you know, against Man United. I just thought, we're going to win this. Football, isn't it? The, do, you know what's, um, do you know what's football in it? And let's see if we can get this right. Yeah. You lose to Luton this... this uh, um, I, I, without a... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Shadow of a doubt, yes. Guaranteed. Guaranteed that you lose to Luton. People are saying the litmus test was Arsenal Liverpool. No, 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 no. no, no, no. The litmus test is going to Luton and winning when you're expected to win. That's, That's the litmus test. Um, uh, and twelve thirty, twelve thirty Saturday, horrible, horrible time, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Although I guess the other spin uh, on it uh, could be that like Son's a doubt as well. Is he? Oh mate, guaranteed. Yeah, Solomon is guaranteed. out. Is out. out. Sol- Solomon is uh, been, been injured. Is injured for three months now. Mate, if you pump, I'm Luton... on about their injury list. Yours is significant. Yeah. Is yours bad? Three nil, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three nil. That's yeah, a, that, nine, then nine it's like, players out. Hang on a minute. Something's going on here. Yeah, man. Exciting. Um, we've got we've got nine players out currently. Really? Everyone's yeah, injured. Uh, There's so many per- injuries. Oh, hang on a second. My bad. Eight. Eight. So we've got Perisic, uh, Ben Senkor, Sessegnon, hey, Brian hey, Hill, James Madison hey. currently being assessed. He's 50-50 for the Luton game. Uh, Son is not on this list, interestingly. So maybe he's, uh, he is fit. But yeah, uh, Madison's 50-50. Is this on the um, Premier PremierInjuries.com? Uh, Where's, yes. What's your source? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, PremierInjuries.com. But still, you've got to be going, you know, if you want to do something this year, if you want to, you know, yeah. you want to be the Invincibles. Invincibles? Oh, my word. That's, what's worse? For, if you're an Arsenal fan, I'd love to know. 
What's worse, if Spurs are invincible or if they won the Champions League first? Love to know. Champions League. That's they'll be because it's would would have done what they couldn't. So that hundred percent be Champions League, sure. right? Is that not better? Is it not better to do what they can do better than them? That would be good, but I think Champions League is like, what they can't do it. We've done it, so Champions League Europe. Well, you'll never sing that. Okay, uh, I'm just going to close my no... door. Uh, hang on a sec. The issue, just quickly, the issue we've got going into Luton, if if Madison doesn't play, like there are certain players in every club that are intrinsic to how a system is played well, and James Madison is the fulcrum of what Tottenham are do do, do well, and. Sonny's important, but Richarlison got this young kid, Velez, who could play up front and he's played at a better level than Luton Town. But yeah, not having James Madison is a massive issue. It would be sort of okay if Lacelso was fit, but he isn't. So we'll, we'll literally have no number 10 slash attacking eight. Just Kick get to probably have to pay there. Just get to January and you'll have Ramsey, won't you? Bring him in. Jobs are good. And... Uh, right. Yeah, I think we need to spend like, all the money in January. We've got lots again. of love. All the money, all of it, all of it gone. Spend all the money again, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, we'll um, right, yeah. right, lots of uh, lots of lovely comments from a couple of weeks ago that were funny at the time. Are they funny now? Let's find out. We might have to um, remind you of some of the uh, some of the bits that was gently forming just just two weeks ago. Apologies for uh, not being about last week. I had COVID and. Uh, and then I thought my missus had COVID, but she didn't. Um, so that got stuff in the way. Doesn't have the immune immune system of a small child. No, I seem to. Yeah. yeah. So I, <laughs> seems like I've got way too much stuff of a small child. <laughs> really disappointing. Um, anyway. Oh, sorry. Can I talk to you about um, Monday night? And actually. Oh, talk... yeah. Well, tell me about Ainsley Harriet. Sorry. <laughs> no, I've got to tell you. I was in the world of football has has been shocked to the core this week, and I've been shocked to the core twice. Right, so I went to this football legends uh, sort of induction dinner thing, right? Uh, and I went last year, famously met Clive Tildesley, and it was a who's who of people. And it was um, they were they were swearing in. Is that the right thing to say? Ian Wright and Emma Hayes. Which was brilliant, and um, I I thought I was nervous on the way in because I thought maybe I'd finally lose my Ian Wright meeting virginity. I've been desperate to meet him my entire life. He was an investor at Ball Street. I never met him, but once he once he came into the office, shouted for Matt, our owner. I heard his voice, saw him skim past the door, and then he was gone. Never never able to meet him. I do a Spotify podcast where I speak and touch into a microphone that he has spoken and talked into just 40 minutes before, but yet I've still not met him. And then even at this, I was at his Hall of Fame dinner. It just didn't feel right. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to lose my meeting of Ian Wright virginity that way, where he's gone, oh, hi, yeah, yeah, and he's just trying to get away from me. Just didn't want it. So I stayed, I stayed, I kept my distance. Right. But there was so many different people there. Uh, loads of Palace people, loads of Arsenal ex-players, Keown, Alan Smith, Alan Pardew. I actually saw Alan Pardew. He was in a he was in a table next to Sean Dyche. So Sean Dyche was there, who didn't care at all that like he was just there just sipping away on beers in in the exact attire that he wears on a match day. And uh, he was opposite Alan Pardew. And I saw Alan Pardew turn to him, start chat to him for a second, and he went, 
he made a he made a phone. Alan Pardew did, and then he's like, "Get get your phone out." And basically, he he tried to get Sean Dyche's number. So if you see Alan Pardew as an assistant manager at Everton soon, you know where it all began. But the main event, in terms of this, one of the stars that were there, was Ainsley Harriet, right? <laughs> How can you be a main event? Well, I think it was just like, is that Ainsley Harriet? Because <laughs> it's like a, you know, it's a football event. So like Ray Houghton was there and Alan Kerbishley was there and Dean Holden, the former Bristol City manager, was there. All these guys were there, right? And then Ainsley Harriet just sort of walked in. And everyone was desperate for a photo with Ainsley Harriet because, of course, it's Ainsley Harriet. So we gave this dinner. Is that a joke? No, I'm serious. That's everyone's desperate to Ainsley Harris. Is that right? What? Go on then. Okay. Why, uh, why would everyone be? Who's who's? I think it's, yeah, people like ex-footballers clamouring to get a photo with Ainsley Harriet. I don't know about ex-footballers, but it's just like, Ainsley. Like I've I've worked with Ainsley Harriet, and it was another one of those ones I've said before, where it's like it's so long ago that I can't go up to him and go, "Me and you drove to Ballam Chippy and bought chips once, and then we chatted about you doing Strictly, and I worked with you for five days." Because he'll go, "Oh yeah, he might remember." And you. it's horrible. Yeah, but it's too risky. I can't do it. Anyway, I understand. I understand it. The fit, the but the thing that was unbelievable and shocked the whole thousand people that was a thousand, probably three hundred people there, right? Sixty tables of people, right? Was that Jess Shreves who presents it with Kelly Dalgleish? He goes, "We've got a lot of famous people in the house today, and uh, we just want to give them a chance, give them a bit of a wave." So he starts running through the names, you know, as I say, Ray Houghton goes to Ray Houghton. Hi, Ray. Alan Smith's here. Alex Scott's here. All these different ways, right? And then, right, they go, and famous, when your favourite chef, Ainsley Harriet's here, right? And so with no audio, obviously, it's just a live shot. <laughs> Ainsley Harriet does this. Ready? Right. You can see me on this camera, right? That's yeah. good. You don't need audio, right? He does this. Ainsley Harriet, cut to shot of Ainsley Harriet, right? Here we go. Right? He goes, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was next, I was sat next to That the, is unreal. I was sat next to the MD of Spotify going, <laughs> what is he doing? Well, obviously, right? He's cooking something, isn't he? <laughs> and again, yeah. And then tasting it. Ooh. <laughs> I can tell you what it looks like to me, and probably what everyone else looks like. It looks like he's touching the end of his cock, and then <laughs> I thought he was doing a bit of a Wilfred Zaha, where he's going. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I was like. Did he just, what just, and he went, oh, he's cooking, he's cooking. Guys, he's cooking. He was cooking. Oh, it was, it was hilarious. Honestly, it was so good. I was so excited that to tell you. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm um, so glad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so maybe give that one a skip on the next live shot. Um, Ainsley, if that's all right. Uh, right. No, do it again. Do it again, why not? Bloody hell, why not? Uh, right, here we go. Jim's Big Laugh Award from a couple of weeks ago. A failed slugs in the wild moment. 
I was on a packed bus the other day on my way home from work. I have I have a bad habit of looking at other people's phones. And would you believe it? JLA was on the screen of the guy sat next to me. Similar to a romantic novel, I imagined our life together as slugs, bantering about what really happened. <laughs> Sandwiches and our noshing off escapades. As I went to make a comment, his eyes met mine and he said, Sorry, pal. Gesturing to the stop button across from me. To which I responded, oh. sorry, pal, and stood up to let him out, gutted. A shambles of what could have been, but I'll add, if you're a slug that was on the V1 from Manchester to Lee, not last Monday, the Monday before, just know that I see you and also saw you hastily clicking off a particular blessed woman's Instagram story, shaking bare ass, <laughs> Filth. Yes. So yeah, if you do see each other next see, time, can we find that man? Can we? No, can we find him? Find that man. We want to see. We want to find whoever was on the V1 bus from Manchester <laughs> to Lee. We need to find you. Yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, not this, this was... Monday, Monday before. By the way, that that, that I an idea that I've had. So I just popped into my head. Right. I wonder if we've got any like professional slugs in the wild, as in like professional footballers who listen to the pod. I'm sure it's nonsense. I'm sure there isn't anyone. Right. But. How good would the Ainsley Harriet live shot be as a goal celebration? How good yeah, would that be, like... right? Imagine that. So someone scores, I don't know, like pick a footballer. Whoever. Any level. Harry Kane, right? Scores a goal, runs off to the corner flag. <laughs> 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 right. So if you are... If you are a pro footballer listening to this right now, I, I, I there's a massive shot in the dark, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah, somehow, yeah. first of all, could you just DM me or Flav just so we know? We won't tell people who you are. It'll be a secret footballer because obviously we want to allow you to do it. But if you do score this weekend and fancy doing the Ainsley Harriet chef celebration, that will be a, just the most incredible nod to the podcast. I don't think it's possible. Who I I, I so, so I, I I weirdly I'm still in the position of. No one really listens to this. I know. And well, I generally that's like the to mental that space. Yeah. Yeah. You mentally have to, otherwise it's fucking terrifying. Right. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're repeat. I, I'm curious. So what is there, is there any famous people watching or listening? Stephen tries listens a lot. Uh, does he? Yeah. And really? I hear it in his commentary. Like he talks about power moves and things like that when he does, does stuff like that. And he'll message me every so often. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so Stephen, Stephen listens. But yeah, Probably I wonder if there's what, at whatever le whatever level. But if the game's being filmed and you score a goal, or even if you want to do it Sunday League, if it's being filmed, can we get the Ainsley yeah. Harrier <laughs> celebration? That is the, the aim for the year. Whatever level, yeah. Whatever. By the side, darts, send whatever. Them in. Yeah, yeah, darts. yeah. That is the Actually, celebration. Any, any any moment of success that you have where it leads <laughs> to some sort of physical reaction, wherever you are, whatever the field is, Ainsley Harrier celebration. <laughs> Can can you send the videos to James so we can play them on the podcast? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. We need to see as many Aisley Harriet celebrations <laughs> out there as possible. It could be winning a pub quiz. Whatever it is. Yeah, five-a-side goal. Yeah, five-a-side. <laughs> and, and the winners are Ainsley Harriet's 11 or whatever. And just cuts yeah. to him. They go, <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> right. So that was uh, that was funny. Well done, Joe. Good luck finding uh, the other fella on the V1 from Manchester to Lee. 
Mm. Celtic 69, lads, you've absolutely blue-balled me. So this is a couple of weeks ago, obviously. Uh, years I've listened to this pod. And for the first time, Flav has sat down to watch a Celtic game. You spoke about watching a Celtic game the other day because you're watching so much football right now. It's frightening. I haven't seen the amount of football, yeah. I'm sat at the what end of... <laughs> so you're about to talk about this Celtic game on the pod a couple of weeks ago. And you say, say, so he's, I'm sat at the end of the bed, trousers around my ankles. And just as Flav <laughs> is about to talk about my sweet, sweet boys, the tip's going in and Jim kicks the door down with a tangent about Aston Villa. <laughs> WTF. <laughs> I'm supposed to finish myself off to Bournemouth chat now. Absolute joke. I'm raging. Because <laughs> after that, Tom it's, Jordan came, uh... in, came into the Discord, didn't he? That's funny. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I wonder what they, I mean, as a Celtic fan, are you buzzing the fact that Rangers have completely imploded and, and they are a shadow of what they should be, or do you kind of want them there? That's why, what happened? Know what why, Rangers struggling, are they? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you knew about this, Jim. I don't know if there's a certain manager called, do you know of him? Have you heard of him? Michael Beale, I think his name is. Oh, was he on his standards? Is it? He's on his No, 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 no. He's a football manager. He's a football manager. Mm. Is it, I'm sure you've heard of him, Jim. Really? Clearly, out, clearly out of his depth. Maybe. Young one. Uh, we, we could all yeah, we, put uh... our weapons down on Rangers because, uh, you know, obviously I, I was. we were all stung by it. Good decision, though, in the end, wasn't it? Mm. Good call. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. That worked. Get the vermin out. out. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, Jagan Chichon. I've missed this. In Tokyo, your channel would appear all the time on YouTube. But in the UK, it doesn't, doesn't. so I'd forgotten about you until I saw Flav on something. It's good harmless fluff to watch the boss cooking, so well done. <laughs> fluff. Cheers. Fluff, harmless yeah. fluff. Five years in the making, harmless fluff. Actually, I'd take, take a lot from that. That is good. Like if, you can, if, you can be a, if you can be a percussion in someone's life, that's, I think I'm happy with that. If you're just tapping away while you cook, and we're just in the background, just providing light entertainment. That's nice. I'm well yeah. happy with that. That's true. Yeah. I like, um, I, what I loved as a bit maybe is like, was that a compliment? The, so I don't know if that's a good name for it or if there's a better name for it. You know, sometimes people like compliment you, but you're kind of like, that yeah. felt like a dick. <laughs> like, yeah, can't figure a lot. Out. Yeah. Uh, negging, isn't that, it called? That Something. face that you just did. That, that, that face you just did. Was this... What's... Yeah, I get that a lot with comments. <laughs> you kind of, but yeah, so harmless, harmless fluff. That's what I like. Harm. It's good. Um, harmless, harmless fluff, fluff to, to to sort of not sort sort of half listen to whilst I'm cooking. So well done. I, I wish we had. I wish we had some sort of some area where reviews are displayed and it just says James and Fluff for now podcast. <laughs> Quotations. Harmless fluff. Harmless fluff. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Do you know what I That's saw, by the way, there was I saw it on Twitter. It was really clever. There was a there was a film that had loads of five star ratings, but the Guardian gave it two. So they put what was that? I can't remember what the film was, but the but the, so but for like a poster for it, they put Guardian, but in the middle and behind as the background, so that it showed the two stars, but it was surrounded by five star ratings. So it then looks like the Guardian has given them five stars as five well. Stars. Yeah, really clever. Cool. Really Very good. good. Uh, Extreme Jack, belting pod, top button service, some might say. <laughs> that was then because we were talking about uh, on a good roast at a good pub where you get filled up properly. 
Yeah. They, would, they would be the offer of undoing your top button of your uh, of your trousers. So, would you like me just to uh, undo that? Uh, yeah, oh, then. oh yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, I've just come. Uh, McSlash sushi chat. Didn't know that was a bit. It's amazing, is it? Once the podcast's done, we just forget about it. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, sushi chat. My mum is Japanese. Oh yeah, I told you that I could I could put away sixteen pieces of sushi, and you still yeah. thought that was a lot. Uh, my mum is. So my mum is Japanese. I've been eating sushi since I was born. I don't think I've ever been full from sushi. I don't think I can get full from sushi. It feels like I've been training for sushi eating my whole life. Is this what it feels like to be an elite athlete? <laughs> I, I guess so. Imagine yeah. that. Like, is there? Yeah. Is there I mean, anything what? you can do infinitely? You know, like like. Um, well, I reckon I could smash up five-year-olds infinitely. What, and not get bored what of about it? that a lot. I, I might get bored of it, but I think I could do it proficiently to suggest that I could do it infinitely. Is it specifically five-year-olds? Four-year-olds I could do as well. <laughs> he's flexible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't. He's not stubborn. He's flexible. He'll beat up any child. Four, five. Uh, a sing. It's, it's, I just made me laugh. Um, this channel has fallen off so hard with the inclusion of this deluded Tottenham fan. And I thought, that, <laughs> I went, how long? And I, I appreciate that with this thing because Singh was there for the glory years of the podcast, which was prior to September the 12th, 2019, when you first made your appearance on the podcast. <laughs> so uh, he's, and he's obviously taken, mate, take, he's waited and waited and waited and gone, no, four years on, enough's enough. I'm making a comment. This channel's fallen off real hard since 2019. Um, wasn't there another one? Have you got it about the geezer just going? I mate, I did have it, and then I sort of reread through some of the comments before today, and it was quite long-winded. I actually I sent it no, to you. That, I did send yeah, it to did, you, so I can find it. Do you want to read it? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't want to read it out. It's just right. the first sentence to do. Okay, I'm sure we can find it. It'll be here. Um, it, I can paraphrase. It was more or less the. It was along the lines of um, of him saying, "Jim, you should uh, get sort of get this Tottenham fan." It's not like he was giving you advice; like he's <laughs> like he was your mate. Get this, get this bloke off. He's damaging your channel. Get this bloke off your channel. I'm like, I was an usher at his wedding. He's not yeah. going to listen to you, is he? Or maybe he will. Maybe looking go. Yeah, yeah. point that geezer. Yeah, Flab, you got five minutes. Can we just talk? What am I supposed to do? But yeah, I'm just going to do the jaffing on my own. Well, I'm going on my own. It dies. The pod dies. Fact. All right. Hang on. Is this it? Oh, I got it. I got it. Here you go. Um, you don't have to read it all. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to name him? Nah. Okay. Uh, really disappointed you've given this guy a platform, James. <laughs> I've never heard a more one-sided opinion on football. And that's saying something. Because I've heard loads of it. No, he doesn't. Spurs were laughing at everyone when Mourinho, Nuno... And Conte won a few games. And they think this is going to be different. Ange is the first manager ever to come in and start winning non-stop off the bat. And also, the club is now in North London. And the reason we all proudly say it is because it winds these ones up so much. If we're going to talk about ancient history on the morals of clubs, then how can White Hart Lane officially flew a swastika? Oh, yeah, that was it. No, actually, we didn't. 
it, it was it was flown. If uh, do you want to carry on, I can I can explain that actual story. I'll just finish off this paragraph. The Spurs were better for eight-ish years and rubbed it in every minute. Now that we're better again, they act like the victims, act like a big club, never win anything, and still this aura of grandiosity. Chelsea are scum, but at least they've got the trophies to back it up. We talk about delusion a lot in football, but at least when City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal make claims, they've got something to back it up. Tottenham is the most irrelevant and banter football club to ever exist. Harry Kane, your, sorry, last bit. Oh. Harry Kane, your top two ever player left without a single medal. He hated being there so much that he gave up a Premier League goal scoring record. Hope all of you, all, all of you, the worst possible result on Sunday. And don't worry about Ange. He doesn't give an F about your club. He kissed the badge at every other club. He was at two, and he'll be gone sooner than you think. Remember Nuno's manager of the month? Lol. You've been told. Do you remember, um, just go back to that one. Firstly, there's a few things I'd like to pick apart there, but the um, the, the swastika thing yeah. was in between the First World War and Second World War, um, England played Germany at White Hart Lane. And back then, the swastika wasn't as... You know, it wasn't what it was after the war and after they did all those things, horrendous things right, was... uh, in the concentration camps and whatnot, right? But there was, it was a symbol of, of the Nazi state which ran Germany before the war. Um, what actually happened was that uh, Germany played uh, and they, f- uh, like they had the England flag on one side, they had the swastika flag as opposed to the German flag on the other. A Spurs fan or a fan, I like to think it was a Spurs fan, but a fan within the stadium climbed up the stadium and tore the flag down. That's what happened. So in actual fact, it's the opposite of what he said. Um, Rattled. The other thing he said, what was it? it, Yeah. The other thing what he said was, uh, what was it? The Spurs, what what did he say about Tottenham? In about midway, about three lines to the... Irrelevant irrelevant banter club? Aura of grandiosity? Yeah, weird, weird, isn't it? How irrelevant we are when you've spent time out of your day to post a two hundred word comment on uh, on 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 this very podcast. Weird, how irrelevant we are. Yet we somehow live in your head. And uh, rent free? Finally, are you pay? Are you charging rent? I mean, I don't even know he exists, so it must be rent free. I'm mm. definitely not paying anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then finally, how did it go on Sunday? Mm. It was a draw, wasn't it? It was a draw. Uh, Just a quick one on that. What if if the game was replayed? I know we're done, right? But if the game was replayed, what 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 point is it? The point of the goal? So do they start with ten men? Do we start on thirty nine points? I like that. Do they have nine men? Because that was a large part of the game. What's the well? What would you consider the fairest? Well, let's negotiate. What's the fairest way of replaying the game? Would you want to replay from that minute? Would you want the same players on the pitch? Would you want? So it'd have to be, would it have yeah, to be that, nil? Thing, would it be it? nil nil? Do you just literally full stop play the game? If there are players injured, do you wait until they're all fit again? Yeah, exactly. If you've got a different team and different tactics, you're reacting to, if you know stuff after the game that you didn't know before, given them play them, aren't you then at an advantage? Yeah. I mean, same, do you have, yeah, the, do you have so... to have the same officials? <laughs> you've got to have the same officials. Yeah, everything's got to be the same. The whole environment, same fans in the ground, everybody. Sure, if it was replayed... You need to have the same temperature, the same wind, everything. If it was replayed, and then inevitably, like most games in the Premier League now, it then had 
to go to VAR for something. <laughs> You'd just be like, oh. Like, it, it should be like, it should be like eating like a f- seven course meal and then going, yeah, can you eat this pile of slop as well for me, please? It'd just be yeah. horrible. It would. Jim, it's... I've got like five minutes. Okay. Um, right. Rattle through a few. You, so five minutes starting now. Yeah. Starting now. Five minutes. Right. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Americans in the wild. Zach said we're asking for American fans who love the game of football to tell us what it's like uh, being around some Americans that sometimes aren't as um, indoctrinated in football. So Zach says, uh, as an American, my dad was the assist. Well, so he says, so this guy goes, my dad was the assist coach on my soccer team when I was on the under 12. Now, is that a typo or does he think... That an assistant coach is actually, in fact, an assist coach this whole time. I think he's abbreviating it. I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Give him the, the benefit of that. I'm going to give you the benefit of that. Uh, when I was on my under, tw- under 12 team at my local YMCA, the only insight he could offer from the sidelines was yelling, Go to the goal! <laughs> go to the goal! Go to the goal. I mean, I had a Sunday, I had a Sunday league manager who would go, Don't defend, attack! We were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he, at half time he went, guys, it's so it's so simple. Get the ball, get it out wide, cross it in, score a goal. Genius. <laughs> uh, Jim Bob, I'm an American fan, and I find it infuriating when watching my team Columbus Crew that they all chant "Kicky Wicky" over and over again, and then the entire crowd get their nipples out and start vigorously massaging them. They do this every time our team gets a corner. I'd like to see footage of that. Yeah. What on earth? Kicky wicky, then you head to the... We're not done yet. <laughs> We're not done yet. My, Don't give up, my... guys. I know you won't. No one knows that joke apart from me and you, Flav. But anyway. Yeah, Salvations, 96. Nicknames. There was a guy in our village called Tom Thomas. Everyone called him Satnav. Tom Tom, innit? Uh, unnecessary. I think, I think he's call it. Call I've it. Heard that before. Yeah, yeah I feel like I've heard that before. Okay. Uh, Ollie Carter. I like this. Uh, unnecessary nicknames. Our fire sidekeeper is also called Ollie. Says Ollie Carter. And after one confusing car journey to goals, where we both looked up every time anyone said our name, something had to change. We talked about calling him the cat, like many people call keepers with sharp reflexes. But I already Mm. have a mate from home who's got that nickname as he's a keeper as well. At this point, the guy driving us, who hadn't said a word in this conversation so far, suggested panther. (laughs) Since they're much bigger than cats and this other Ollie was six foot six, it's now all anyone calls him. Panther. (laughs) Panther. <laughs> I, like, I like it. I, some, sometimes I mean, it's not, there's worse nicknames. <laughs> I like it. I like Panther. Um, best outs was a bit a couple of weeks ago. So what's a way of getting out of things? What's your What are your best outs? Get more best outs. I think that's got legs. SWJ says the best out has to be when someone makes an incredibly bold prediction, then at some point along the way caveats it with, I hope I'm wrong though. I really do. <laughs> Bulletproof. Yeah, that's good. So true, that's good. I hope I don't want to be right, but it, uh, uh, but I hope I'm wrong. But Chelsea may I'm get relegated. With, I'm there with Richarlison. I've been there. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. <laughs> I really, but I just yeah. don't see it. Yeah. 
Night Nightmare Orders. Uh, I had a disaster a couple of weeks ago. Dean Ferguson said Nightmare Order out for breakfast and thought I'd get some extra bacon, which was six dollars for extra bacon. Out comes my meal and the bacon on the other on another plate. One piece of bacon for six dollars. I was like, this is shit in my head. Wife actually (laughs) asked what what the go was. I don't know what it is. Um, The waiter said it was or what the deal was. What the waiter said it was organic. Like that makes a difference. We just said thanks. Yeah, good English. Yeah, proper. Uh, Freddie. Uh, oh right, organic. Oh, oh sorry, I didn't realise. Oh, it was organic. Yes. Still oh. hungry though, aren't I? Freddie. Freddie. I uh, was sat in a lovely restaurant in Portugal by the harbour, having a great time in the sun. I ordered the salt crusted fish, fresh from the sea. Probably the saltiest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Completely inedible. Left most of it. Tipped generously and thanked the staff profusely. <laughs> Only forwards. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, big cuddler. For a bad order, I once accidentally ordered coleslaw as the side for my hungover Deliveroo KFC. I cried. <laughs> uh, and, uh, what would you wanted? You, you want mash, don't you? You want a mash. If, you, if, you, if you're hungover and you want a side from KFC, it's mashed potato. I'm the sure. Can I shock that. you? I'm okay with coleslaw. My wife is, she, she's a big. I like um, coleslaw. Huge advocate of coleslaw, and I think it does. It can lighten up um, certain meals. See, mash and mash and KFC and chicken. That's too. That's too much for me. Uh, well, you're going to KFC. Well, it should be too much. The whole thing's too much, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but you can lighten it up. You know, can you lighten up with a bit of coleslaw? I just think it's an option. Do you ever go for the rice? The rice is there. Mm, nah, I not, nah. No, Who's fucking no. buying the rice. No. No, who's buying chips, the rice? Buy chips, no. You've got chips. You got chips. Um, we chips, finish off yeah. some sweet spots, which again, so new bits for next week. Get in the comments, please. Best outs, things that get you out of trouble, right? Nightmare orders. Right? You've just had an absolute nightmare. You've ordered the wrong thing. You've got it wrong. And then sweet spots. So sweet spots are, for example, if you're going to play darts, you want to be, oh no, yeah. If, you play, if you're playing darts, you want to have one drink, maybe, or Paul was it? In. Two parts in. <gasps> Tom Calvert, sweet spot. You're on a holiday. Night two. Showered, changed and ready for dinner after a day in the sun. Yes. Girlfriend's still in the shower. You take Uh, a beer out the fridge and you head onto the balcony. Yes. Knowing (laughs) you have a good 40 minutes to enjoy a beer (laughs) or two and soak in the peace and quiet. It's a (laughs) mate. That is class, isn't it? Perfect combination. Nailed of, it. Perfect combination of relaxed from the day on the beach, enjoying a chilled beverage, and savouring the meal and potential nosh to come. Sweet spot. And you know, what's, you know what's important as well. You're, but, sort of, you're clean and toasty as well, which is lovely, isn't it? Yeah, you just feel good. You feel you put some nice clobber on, and you're, you the, the the heat's gone, but it's yeah. still lingering a little bit. Yeah, so it's nice, a it's temperate. Yeah, you're looking out. You, yeah, you look. Yeah, and you got a little tingle from the, the slight sun that you caught on your arm and your forehead and you're looking out from the balcony and the sun's going down and it's beautiful crimson red in the sky and you've got a beer and you're th- it's sitting there and I've got 40 minutes of just, yeah, she'll this be is ages. fine. You know, in and, your head you go, and, and, she's going to be ages. She's going to be ages. Yeah. <sighs> Take your time, love. I'm fine. Can I, can I, a slight gentle addition here? Maybe, you, maybe you're in a hotel. Maybe, maybe you utilise... The free dressing gown from the hotel, and no, you need to be dressed. I think ready to go. Oh no, no, no! For me, for me, no, but I can get dressed at any point. No, I don't want that. 
right. for right. me, I want I want to pop the dressing gown on, and so I can sit there and maybe maybe have a little tickle of air on the old genitals there. Okay. Sit down do you know what? Do you know what's a real fucking shame, Jim? Do you know what's a real fucking shame in this? Because you know there's a large proportion of men who use that time to go into the spare room and masturbate. <laughs> That's the fucking shame. That's why we're all pigs. That's why we can't be trusted. You should be on the veranda looking out and enjoying it with a nice cool bevy, but you're in the room fucking masturbating to terrible porn, you fucking sickos. That's dangerous, though, isn't it? It's like, she, oh, she fun, could go, <laughs> well, yeah, it's not about the, so have I got enough time? <laughs> or do I, like, it'll just be a quick one then. You just got, you know, cheeky power wank. I don't like yeah, to be rushed. I don't want to be anytime, rushed. I don't want to be rushed. You can masturbate any time, you fucking animal. Just sit on the veranda and enjoy the view. Yeah, enjoy the cold suds. And uh, Baj, sweet spot. Um, pretty elusive, but getting the right height on your pillow slash pillows when you're about to sleep. Head is supported. Neck isn't stiff. No dead arm. Sinus is clear. Quality. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy this. I really, really want sweet spots to be a really long-standing bit because I think it's a really nice soothing also, way to end You can tap into this. You can tap into these sweet spots and make every part of your day better. We might have enough to complete an entire day, day of sweet spots. Oh. All day of sweet spots. So currently we've got two. You've got the, you, you got the chin. You have to be... The, it is... It is consequential, co- consequential to where you are, but we have got the sitting down, relaxing period might be on holiday, and then you've got the bit where you, you, you're falling asleep. I've also found the sweet spot I found recently is um, I'm lying in bed, I'm, I'm not, I'm comfortable, but I'm not quite there, and then I think, ah, I haven't flipped the pillow. Flip the pillow. <laughs> this won't help you. This won't help you. Wasted on you me. Flip yeah. the pillow, and it's wasted on you, and and it's cold, and you're like, oh yeah. The cold side of the pillow is one of life's beautiful pleasures. Do you know, I I have the same the same pattern of play every night, even last night, right? Because I'll have I have two two pillows. My missus had two pillows. I have two pillows, and I will go as I get into bed. I'll go I, every night because I know I probably I feel like I have this. This is so me. I have I have the feeling of some form of guilt that I'm like, why am I not into pillows? <laughs> Because as everyone knows, I sleep with no pillows on my front, right? But what I will do every every night, I'll I'll go into bed with an open mind, and I go, I'm going to lie on these two pillows. Ah, that, that's <laughs> quite. I'm like, that's nice, you know. That's nice. And every night I do yeah. this. Every night I yeah. do this, right? I go chilling for a second. Nah, <laughs> no, I'm not comfortable. One off, just one, just one. <laughs> now, nah, come on, come on, give it a chance. Give it a chance. Okay, you're, grown up, you're grown up. You then, can I'm use like, pillow. then I'm like, yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, do you want know maybe on my front? Maybe on my front. On my front. And I'll give it a go for a bit. Nah, second one's off. And then I'm out. And then I'm, and then I'm out. And then I'm out. No, I'll never give up. I'll never give up. One day. One day it's just going to click. Anyway, I uh, hope you guys have had uh, an enjoyable podcast. If you have and you would like to hear more, we do a mailbag each week. Link is in the description. Uh, just four quick. Talk about football. Not all bad. things not, not football. Not football. Um, yeah. And uh, we're on Spotify, by the way, and Apple Podcasts and all that as well. So if you would like to follow that, that would be helpful. Um, yeah. And uh, get your Ainsley Harriet celebrations out there. 
Can I? Get, I need to see these. You have, wherever you are, wherever you're playing, whatever kind of success you've had this week, I need to see videos of this Ainsley Harriet celebration. <laughs> just one thing before we end. Um, Ollie Sates just mentioned something in the comments. Because if you are a patron, you can watch this live and comment, and we read your comments as the podcast goes. That's true. But um, he mentioned uh, you just got to get the regulator out. Now, the regulator, Jim, you might remember this. We did a podcast about sleep. or used to do this thing called 15 Minutes. You can still listen to all of them. Uh, a 15-minute short podcast where we talk about all kinds of things. And one of them we talk about was sleep. Was and Jim was on there with us. And I have something called the regulator, right? Which is, <laughs> if I'm hot, all I need is one leg outside of the duvet. And that's my regulator. My body's sort of in, in tune with itself then. Ollie also does it now. Since then, he has also does the regulator, which oh, is right. one leg out. No, I, I, not, I, I thought you met your wife. Not no, Ollie, no, your wife. No, no, well, no, no Ollie Sage. Uh, <laughs> In my head, there's three of you in a bed now. <laughs> if he, he also, wherever he is with his girlfriend, does the regulator. Now, Ollie, I've never mentioned this, but every time I bring the regulator out while I'm about to fall asleep, you pop into my head every single time. <laughs> i just let you know, you're in my head, rent-free. Uh, final thing, actually, on sleep. Do you ever have this where, so say you're in bed with your missus or mister, and uh, I don't know if you're like this, but I am. If they... If like she's she's being affectionate, she put like her leg on you or like something on you. You go, my head goes like this. It goes, ah, and then my yeah. inner monologue is like, get, get the fuck off me. <laughs> like, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. How do I do this? How do I get her off without being like, like rude? Do you know what I mean? I just no, no. get off. I want to sleep now. You're touching me. I'm tired. I'm touchy. Get off, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off, get off. Get off. And then I just, but I'll always do like a little roll or something. And then I'm away. I'm like, ah. Oh roll away yeah but if you, if you if you do a sigh as you wrote if that's like you know yeah oh. yeah thank god yeah. anyway uh right. yeah enjoy your weekend we will see you next week subscribe click all the buttons that are important and just enjoy your lives thank you very much goodbye Abosh. even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 